0: The Doctor Ben and Polly landed TARDIS during the 16th century and are quickly pulled into a pirate smuggling ring that is trying to find Avery's treasure, but they soon find that there is no honour amongst thieves. This is the smugglers. Welcome to Regenerated. <laughs>
1: in here now i demand silence, silence. only joe's dead captain dead before he tell his secret what's that you say but before he died he spoke with this old sawbones here ah but the sawbones won't talk not to me well by thunder you'll talk to me for my name's not samuel pike
0: hello everyone, and welcome back to regenerated i'm matt and i'm joined as always by becky hello and this is our uh, return shall we say, after the uh, New Year's and Christmas period. So, Becky, did you have a nice Christmas and a, a nice New Year?
2: What do you mean? You were here and all.
0: I know, but I'm just making conversation.
2: Well, it's more about if, if everyone else has had a good Christmas, because we know we did.
0: Exactly. Hopefully everyone out there had a, a good Christmas and a Happy New Year and hopefully a better year. Um, have been doing a little bit of discussion about the podcast, so thought that we'd add a little uh, section into the podcast uh, as much as we can depending on what's happened in the week that we're recording it, it might not happen all the time because sometimes we'll have to probably stack these podcasts so we have like two recorded at once so it might not happen but we can do one this week it's a like a, a doctor who sort of news of the week now as we're recording this this is uh, just the new year has just been so they did on in the uk on bbc have the um Doctor Who's sort of special for New Year's, and the news coming out uh, as we're recording this is that Jodie Whittaker has quit Doctor Who. Now this is obviously a rumor at the minute; it's not really been confirmed, but it looks like she may be leaving the role as a doctor after the next season. So, what? Finally. Did you, well, that's what I was going to say. What do you think of that, Becky? Haven't seen much of Jodie Whittaker, Whittaker's well, here's Doctor. A
2: hint. I'm all for basically, you know, equal sort of you know gender equality and everything like that but doctor who's always been a dude doctor who should always be a dude and not only that it's like saying you're gonna put a woman in james bond's role
0: Yep, yeah, just
2: no quickly it's just, no that's like saying oh we're gonna basically have indiana jones but it's a woman no
0: i will just quickly uh sort of step in there and just say to people out there you know these are just our opinions doesn't matter um, it's not everyone's opinion obviously um
2: yeah some people probably think she's good but i just at the end of the day you know matt smith was hard enough to swallow you know but then i just i i just don't like the idea of a woman being doctor who you know as as a national you know it's like a national treasure same as James Bond, same as a million and one other things. I, it's like you just wouldn't, you just don't do it.
0: I kind of get the sense that this is kind of a, a BBC, um, whoever produces Doctor Who, that's kind of like an experiment. They wanted to put a woman in the role just to see how it favoured. Um, I haven't seen much of Jodie Whitaker. Maybe just one episode, of so her. I can't really comment on whether she was a good doctor or not. Obviously, through the purpose of the podcast, we will get to them eventually, but by then we'll probably be Hopefully on. Hopefully,
2: when we've recovered from the next diabolical decision they make.
0: Yeah, that's it. Um, the rumor going around. So I've seen. Obviously, like to say, these are rumors. Jodie whitaker has not come out and said this. The BBC has not come out and said this. As of recording, this was in one of the British newspapers and so you the know you sun, take it i
2: think i read it
0: i, I was well, the mirror
2: um well no i read it on the sun
0: well the mirror and the sun are kind of closely related so let's say take it with a pinch of salt until they confirm this obviously as we go through the podcast we might get the confirmation but the rumor gone around is that they possibly could be chris uh marshall, marshall. um for british people or british fans will they'll know that chris marshall Nick is and my family. Yeah, is mainly uh, known for that role um, or the
2: numb that in um love was, actually. I was gonna say, no. wasn't he in
0: Love Actually as well for maybe the sort of international US listeners or you know yeah, European listeners or off whoever's to America listening for
2: Christmas to get laid.
0: So yeah, so he's sort of maybe the bookie's favourite. Maybe I could see him as a doctor. Maybe we'll have to see. I don't see know. What I think
2: after something like Love Actually, it'd be good for him to be in a more in my family. It'd be good for him to have a more serious role. You know. But then maybe would he still have the comedic side?
0: That's it as well. I think you know,
2: because you can't really... Sometimes, we, as you well know with Doctor Who, you can't just have the serious side. You've got the funny side, like David Tennant you know, and Tom Baker and things like that. you still got to have the eccentric, completely stark, raven, mad side.
0: I also saw uh, another rumour that the, possibly this actress called uh, Julia Foster, I don't really know who she is, but apparently she uh, is in line maybe to be another female doctor, but she's 77 and I don't know whether or not that would work in this modern day environment. I think well, not if doctor, she got COVID. I think, you know, uh, Peter Cabaldi, yeah, he is quite a, an elder... Uh, and an old. El- well, he's an older doctor than we have seen with a new who. But I think it needs to now go to a male, maybe young. I don't know. We'll have to see. Obviously, like we said, there's rumours. Yeah, rumors. but the
2: problem is, there's been a lot of older ones in the past. And now they're sort of putting more younger people in there because they're trying to sort of get people more on board with it, you know. You know, youngsters, you know, and everything. And I hate to basically sound old, but youngsters these days and everything—they're more likely to sort of engage with someone who's younger than what they would for someone who looks like their granddad.
0: Yeah, but like I say, so this is just rumors. We'll keep an eye on this as but we go through the podcast, tweets, and that.
2: I like watching like things like One Foot in the Grave because Victor Meldrew reminds me exactly of my granddad. So, and as he's passed away, that's a good thing.
0: <laughs> I don't really know who who we're going to get as a doctor in the future if this rumor is true we'll have to like say keep an eye on it and see what happened um quickly also it's true also again i seem to be struggling with a podcast with a, a crackling noise on the podcast um i wonder if there's some microphones we're using but i just have to bear with it i am trying to sort it out and fix it it was there for the first five minutes of the last podcast and like i say i'm trying to get rid of that Sort of crackling, popping noise, and that's how I'm trying my best, but we'll have to see. This year, we're going to try. We're not,
2: so, just to put it in plain English, we're not sitting here eating a bowl of roast Krispies,
0: basically. Yes, uh, this year, I'm going to try and see if we can get. Although some, I am a roast uh, crispy
2: snob, it has to be Kellogg's, it can't be you know anything else, okay. it can't be as well, own brand. Th-
0: thanks for informing the uh, listeners of your favorite cereal. Um, this no, year,
2: because if it was my favorite cereal, I'd say Kellogg's cornflakes straight out of the box, or no milk.
0: Other brands are available. So this year I'm looking to upgrade. But not as
2: good as Kellogg's.
0: This year I'm trying to upgrade the microphones to see if we can get a better sort of uh, audio as well. So you have to bear with us um, going forward. We have only got two episodes left of William Hartnell. Uh, so it's really it's come really quickly, to be fair.
2: Which is kind of sad, really, because I kind of got used to him so much. And That's including
0: the one that we're going to do today and the last one, which will be next week. So... Going forward... Um,
2: well, so sp- how many cereals have we got, then? One, I don't know.
0: Well, well one more to do after this one. Uh, go you on could have
2: f- warned me.
0: Well, I know, but... You that know, element kind, of surprise, Becky. of
2: sad now. I feel like we should throw him a little and pie. Well, we'll go
0: for a bit of the history of uh, William Hartnell as an actor. No,
2: but I still say we should in throw next William episode. Hartnell a little and pie. Because, you know, I s- now, like, well, it's just going to... And, you know end abruptly.
0: Well it kind of doesn't doesn't. He does regenerate, doesn't he? So.
2: And then yeah, but not into himself.
0: But yes, yeah, so uh, going forward, obviously Patrick Trouton will be next. There is a couple yeah, of, there is a really couple w- I've of I've never
2: really watched any Patrick Trouton. Well
0: nor have I, so it's gonna be like a, a nice fresh watch for me. There's a couple of serials that are in the run, that are going to be animated. Is
2: he as grumpy William Hartnell?
0: Well, no, he's a bit more jovial, I think is a word. A bit more comedic, I think, as well. So there's a couple of serials. When
2: did The Brigadier come in?
0: I think it's uh, potentially the next uh, Doctor. I think it's Patrick Troughton, I think. We'll have to see. But um, I was going to say that in the Patrick Troughton watch, there are a couple of episode serials that are going to be animated this year. They are coming out this year. So when we get to them, I think there's one quite close... Um, I'm actually going to probably skip over it and go back to it when it's released. I think that's the best way to do it. Instead of doing sort of two episodes of the same serial, um, I think we can fully appreciate it when it's an animated serial. That's what I was going to say. So this week's, we have The Smugglers. So this is sort of the, what do they call it? The post de yeah, um, serial, I think. Yeah,
2: well, what they mean is pirates, not budgie smugglers.
0: Well, that's it as well. They've done a lot of history serials during uh, William Hartnell's tenure. And they're well, kind of yeah, still going that way.
2: Is sort of like, you know, it is sort of historical, but it's also quite like fantasy sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah well, yeah, but it
0: has some deep roots in history. So this one again is well, history. Yeah, it's to do with the history of, um, the Brit- of Britain and that. So Well,
2: yeah, because basically there was a massive issue during Georgian times of piracy.
0: Also, bet you were saying.
2: India Trading Company also, bet you been saying to me
0: about um, we'll the on, Caribbean. We'll we'll, we'll get onto that in a minute. Just hold your horses there. But I was just going to say that you've been saying to me about this podcast is a bit too regimental, a bit too scripted. Now, I have took notes. Obviously, I take notes, but my notes are a lot, lot smaller than what they normally are. So, again, we'll just loosey goosey this one and see how it goes, and maybe do that going forward might have to hand the reins over to you, you to fill in some of the gaps. You keep saying you're not getting involved enough, so we'll throw it over to you. But like I say, this is the post new um, before William Hartnell waves us goodbye. So this one, four episodes, 10th of September 66 to the 1st of October 66. This is the first uh, episode serial of season four. It's a bit strange. I always thought that they would have... I'm so used to, like, the Doctor sort of leaving at the end of a season. Mm. It's kind of weird to have like a beginning of a season and the doctor leaves. It's really quite strange. They yeah, don't do that.
2: that sense.
0: They never done that with like. Um,
2: Why don't they just do it at the end of season three?
0: Well, I did read that they because
2: then do they continue afterwards, or you know, from the, uh, to be season four? Yes. Or do they actually when that's Patrick Chowton, or do they say season five?
0: No, nope, they continue as a season four with Patrick Chowton taking over the reins apparently I read that the uh, smugglers were supposed to be in season three at the end so it kind of would have been um the tenth planet would have been the last uh, and that's the like last I' like
2: killing off Kenny in the middle of you know a season of safe Park, but he really dies in every
0: episode, episode Becky so yeah
2: but there is one episode where he actually dies and he doesn't come back
0: but yeah it's it's really strange It's like two serials in and then William hartnor waves goodbye and there's a new person it's a bit bit strange that You thought they would have kept that at the end of, like, season three, like you say, but... Mm
2: Well, I would say they'd keep changing the companions till the end, but that didn't really happen, did well, yeah, it? yeah, they, they have
0: should, had some. They
2: keep flitting back and forth and all, here and there and all over the yep. bloody place. Th-
0: thick and fast companions, especially during the late of seasons of William Hartnell as well. He's sort of in and out very quickly with the old companions, and that does filter in a little bit to the beginnings of this story. Uh, this one was Brings written a
2: whole new meaning to bam, Thank you, ma'am.
0: Yep, this one was written by a Brian Hales, and he did the Celestial Toy Maker, and this one. Was was directed by Julia Smith, she is the second woman director after Paddy Russell, who did the massacre of St. Bath Molimoo's Eve. I think I said at the end of the last,
2: but you weren't really a massacre.
0: Well, not really. I think I said at the end of the last podcast with the last serial we did last year that you know we had Ben and Polly. I hate
2: of, it when it says that sounds like that when you say last year because. Still, still when you say it, it still thinks like you're talking about 2019. Well, no. It still doesn't feel like an actual... But then I'm one of these people who used to write the date in their school books and I'd still be writing the year that it was last year for the next six months. Well,
0: it does take your, little, your brain a little while to sort of catch up to the year yeah, you're in. I do months. that quite a lot as well. You know, if I write the date, I'll always put t- uh, 20 instead of 21 for a well, little no, while. That's
2: why I have a diary, so I don't need to write the date but yeah does it for anyway. me
0: so anyway in the last episode of last year I did say that Ben and Polly as they rushed into the TARDIS there'd probably be a scene in the next serial episode where the Doctor sort of has that bit of confrontation about oh what are you doing and that is exactly what they did in this one
2: yeah the, what the fuck are you doing on my ship yep basically
0: <laughs> Doctor's a bit shocked and he's a bit angry that they followed him and he did say that a little line about oh I thought that I'd uh be alone this yep, time. Yeah, be alone this time. So it's getting to this, is this... It,
2: it's, it's, it's at the stage where the problem is is he being sarcastic about wanting to be alone? Or is he basically in the hopes that you know he thought that someone would come with him but he was being sarcastic saying he wanted to be alone
0: well i don't know or you is know he
2: actually being genuine and that he did want to be alone
0: if you want to like read into the, the sub the sort of substructure of of the story or whatever because new you, who?
2: they never want to be alone
0: you could turn around and say if you really want to delve in there that you know he's coming to the end of his life he kind he of knows he is quiet. yeah he kind of wants to go on his own a bit you could say that yeah, but, but in Back in the 60s, I don't think they but would have been who, that. knew
2: who, they all about bloody companions all the time. You know, and that's always. You know, especially when you get to like David Tennant ones and things like that. It's like, well, you have like bloody Mickey, Rose, frickin', you know, Donna, Martha, all sorts of frickin', you know, all at once in one episode.
0: Well, that's it as well. You know, they do have. Um, I don't know if they ever did this in. I think they did it probably in the Five Doctors uh, in the future, where they had the multiple they're, they're companions, there, and then the, he the multiple doctors. Himself. Yeah, but let's say that was a long way into the future. But let's say Doctor has to again explain like they're basically in a TARDIS, which is time and space. So and it isn't the TARDIS doesn't, he
2: like a living life form?
0: Well, yes, we have had this but discussion then why, before. then
2: why doesn't he talk to her about that, then?
0: Well, you don't know what he does when he's on his own. We've never seen it. you never seen it. Never right, seen I've
2: it. just had visions of him molesting the TARDIS. Well, you never know. Nice.
0: You never know. Anyway, we get a... Um,
2: That's probably why he's got a walking stick. Maybe he can't reach.
0: We get a bit of a speech from the Doctor about how he can't control the TARDIS. still going on about can't control the TARDIS, goes where it wants, you know, I can't take you back home. Getting bitchy. It ends up landing, basically... Near or outside of a cave on a beach, and this is for the first time the companions and I did say this about um, the development the character development of Ben and Polly they do do a bit of this in this serial. they kind of it is kind of um, hit well, the that, hit the ground running well, with these not two really, as well
2: because they basically dress her up to be a dude
0: well yeah, because of this time period, 16th century
2: yeah and i get it that if she was wearing trousers she'd be deemed as a witch maybe
0: but well yeah we find out trust that me,
2: women got basically accused of witchcraft for a lot more than just wearing trousers and a lot less as well
0: we find out that ben is more of a skeptic and that polly is more of a believer as well in the beginning and he kind of doesn't really believe that they're gone traveled through space and time he kind of just thinks they're in a beach polly says oh it's it looks like cornwall so he's like we need to go back to the barracks and because he's uh he's basically concerned that he needs to be back at his ship to depart obviously stumbling into the TARDIS it's not a very good idea but anyway so let's say they go off to explore the doctor follows them they spot this church from a cliff and decide to go and investigate this. This is where they encounter a man. He has like a musket gun, but he quite quickly puts that away because he kind of doesn't believe that there's to be any threat. And uh, this is where they explain that they're sort of travellers, and we get the guy explains that he is now the church warden. He's a Joseph Longfoot. hey boys are no friends of mine. Never say so that.
1: You know not that name? <laughs> then you're the happier for it.
3: And you are expecting this, Avery? Hmm?
1: Him? <laughs> oh, he's been buried these long years past. Oh, but his spirit brides. I oh, in the dark souls of those who follow in his wake. Was he a sailor? Who mentioned sailor? What would I know about the sea? I pretend this church.
2: Are you a priest then?
1: A priest. A word of God touch me too, like boy. I'm the church warden here.
0: Name of Joseph Longfoot. So there's a lot of, um, like you say, this is. Uh,
2: how longs a long foot.
0: Wow, that's it. As long as long as your foot. Um,
2: well, no, because people's feet are all different sizes.
0: We get a few of these sort of names and this kind of funny names. Obviously, like we say, but you said it's Edmund. sort of a a, a swash a swashbuckling adventure, pirates that well, sort of not thing.
2: Really because you haven't even seen the bloody swords
0: on out. It's not, well, you do, but you don't really see it because well, of the telly snaps. Like I said, the it's four more clangy than
2: anything. Yeah,
0: four episodes, not in the archives. It's a little bit of footage, not too much. kind of so looks like a pre-
2: pretty predictable pirate, though. And sort of has an Antonio Banderas sort of look about
0: him. Again, like I said, we've said this before in the past four episodes. Very a linear story here, nothing too complicated at all, easy to follow. You yeah, know.
2: in English, pirates want some booty, and it's pretty much the same sort of similar, you know, thing as Muppet Treasure Island, really. Well, it's a bit like you know, Treasure Island. It is a Doctor, a it's Doctor
0: Who's version of uh, Treasure you Island. You know,
2: Billy Bones gives Jim the map and then he tells the doctor the, the thing about where the treasure is well you know, is a little bit more thing. to it than then, that
0: but and then
2: pirates know. capture um jim and then the same thing with the pirates capturing the doctor same principle they want to know where the booty is and you know they'll do anything to get it. It's pretty much pirate. Long story short. Well, really. that is
0: the long and short of it. But we'll just go through it, like say a few more points before I'll just sort of cutting to the end like that. But let's say the doctor uh, didn't
2: say whether they got it.
0: The doctor notices that uh, the the church warden has got like a, a dislocated—is it fingers or something? Yeah. And he just decides to just wrench them and pop them back into Which the place.
2: He would have screamed out, really. Because there's no way you can put dislocated finger back without no pain relief, without it hurting like hell.
0: Yep, we find out again, this is another plot point that was in a previous episode as well with the TARDIS. TARDIS is on a beach, the tides come in, and the TARDIS is basically underwater again. I do not
2: remember from the last time they did that?
0: So this again traps the Doctor, Ben and Polly, in the adventure so they can't escape and go home. If
2: there's a secret tunnel that goes up to the church, right... And that goes through the cave and up into the church. When the tide comes in, why doesn't it flood the cave?
0: Well, who knows? Answers on a postcard, please. That is, yep, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, normally, it's a valuable question. Nor- normally, Again, plot holes that in is these what things. Is, what would
2: happen if there's a cave on the beach and the tide comes in? The water would then go into the cave.
0: Yep, and at the end of the day, you know, Doctor Who's full of these little plot holes that we're not supposed to really think about too hard. You yeah, but know. it doesn't
2: mean you were Yeah, but it's not thinking about it too hard. It's basic common sense.
0: Yeah, in the end, you know, in the end, do they
2: expect people not to have common sense?
0: In the end, Doctor uh, Ben and Polly they leave the church, um, the church, the church. Only yeah, only in the background for this bald man who we come to find out is called Cherub. Cherub, yes, he's one. Why of is it
2: called Cherub? We don't know. Cherub one. Cherubs have hair, and wings, and are not but ugly.
0: I don't know, it's just a little uh, piratey pet name for him. Um, yeah, but he is like, like, say, spoiler alert, he is one of the pirates. He's in the background watching the doctor.
2: Yeah, but cherubs are supposed to be cute and have little wings and be yeah. like childlike versions of angels and stuff. And. He's but ugly well, and bald.
0: They don't explain why he's called Cherub. It just seems to be just a little pet name that they sort of give him. Anyway, as the Doctor it looks like as <sighs> doctor Ben and Polly move off and away from the church, the warden goes inside nice and Cherub follows him in. The Doctor Ben and Polly end up at this inn where they're given a room for the night because they name drop. There's a bit of banter here between Ben and Polly. They seem to have this little bit of banter backwards and forwards now. They sort of have this sort of... Um, this sort of—I uh I don't know—this sort of—it's uh, sort, of, sort of relaxed, relaxed sort of vibe. Yeah, between them, you know, like if you think back to the last serial, they kind of do have this sort of relaxed vibe. He does call her Duchess a lot as well, so he has a little pet name for her.
2: Well, yeah, because she acts like she's stuck up. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> it's quite funny, really. He calls her that, and she doesn't really take offence to it. It's quite funny. Anyway.
2: On well, the would I if basically anyone called me it. but no, I get called worse names by you.
0: Yep. Well, we'll get f- maybe we'll get into some of them in a future podcast. Um, we find out that Ben is sort of coming to sort of the realization; he's come to become a believer that yep, they've basically gone through space and time. We find the the warden and uh, the bald man, like I say cherub. They kind of know maybe each other. Should
2: think of a nicer name for me.
0: Well i will have to think of that after the podcast. So yeah, we find out that the Warden and Cherub, they kind of know each other. We find out that they actually were shipmates, is that what you've got to call them? Part of the crew of the ship. Um, and there's a name drop of the ship, which is the Black Albatross. In the end, the Warden is killed with a knife in the back.
2: Knife. It's with an F, well, not a that's, T-H. That's my, my accent, Becky. Knife in the back's pretty much, you know... And Have you ever seen Game of Thrones and they say it's a coward's way to kill someone?
0: Well, Cherub does try Isn't to kill right? and he does kill a lot of people with a knife.
2: Yeah, I know, but start you know, doing it when the, someone's back is turned is pretty much a cowardly way to do it. Wow.
0: Yeah, well, Cherub is a bit of a coward. We find that out later on. So, before uh, Joe is actually killed, Cherub's able, able to get the location of the Doctor out of him and he's on in the inn. So, as he kills him, he then leaves to pursue the doctor at the inn. Uh-huh. So while um, Doctor's in the inn, this sort of farm, sort of, I would call him a farm boy Tom. That's what I kind of... Stable boy. Yeah, stable boy. I don't really know what he was. He sort of comes in to tell the innkeeper that the warden is dead. And uh, then Cherub comes into the, the inn to confront the doctor. And the um, he's trying to get sort of the info about what did the warden tell him only for them then to carry out the doctor and ben is knocked out and then we find that polly she asks for help and the doctor is placed on this like small little boat to go back to the bigger boat and it's a long boat. well it says small boat on the telly snaps becky i'm not gonna split hairs
2: it's a round boat
0: then we get introduced to this next character called the squire or squire never really has any other name except for squire he arrives and he questions yeah, but Polly. that's the
2: thing because I thought of, like a squire was like, um, you know, helps the knight.
0: Well, yeah, that's it. It's really strange. Not
2: like, like not like a point of authority.
0: Well, yeah, it, it kind of like he's kind of like
2: a sort of mess. Like, yeah, like the town
0: mayor of the village sort character. Yeah. Anyway, he's questioning Polly. Ben regains consciousness, and then Polly brings Ben up to speed about what's happened the squire then basically arrests Ben and Polly for the murder of the warden because they think that yeah. he's done it the doctor is then brought in front of the captain of the ship who so happens to be Pike yep Samuel Pike and that's the end of episode one so Frank. in the episode two
2: I wonder if his name's Frank
0: no it's Samuel uh, Samuel Pike he says that in the was so. Samuel
2: Frank Pike
0: well I don't know oh. anyway
2: Never mind, Dad's army joke boy. You just missed.
0: Okay, okay, we'll we'll we'll, yeah, we'll take care of that. Anyway.
2: Yeah, but some people actually like being called by their, um, you know, by a nickname or by, especially in the pirate industry, or by a middle name. They don't like being called by their actual name. Like Blackbeard was Edward Teach. He wasn't actually like, you know. Well, Blackbeard, P- but then he was a flame and nut job and used to set fire to his well, beard.
0: Pike doesn't really have a nickname, it's just Pike. Oh. But anyway, episode two. Same. Pike gives a bit of backstory. They find out that this warden had took some plunder. Well, by thunder, you'll talk to
1: me. And my name's not Samuel Pike. I can tell you nothing, sir. They talk, Captain I saw him. Holy Joe whispered in his ear, secret like. I do not know this holy drove you two keep referring to. Holy Joe Longfoot, an old shipmate of ours blast his eyes the church warden of you sawbones. he was a member of your crew him and me and cherub was all mates together serving under avery avery aye captain avery the sharpest skipper that ever sailed out of bristol port Aye, and one of the blackest (laughs) morgan was a woman aside of him of course
3: of course avery the pirate (laughs) i should have known
1: you don't come the innocent with the sawbones you know what joe was hiding he took plunder that was rightly ours
0: they call the Doctor Sawbones, which I thought was quite a little funny nickname for him. Basically, he's a doctor, so they call him a sawbone.
2: Mainly because um, old age people tend to have sawbones, as they say, which is more of our and things like that, and he's ancient.
0: I don't uh. believe, no, that's not what they call them, sawbones. They basically call them sawbones because in these like galleon ship pirate ships, if you had to have your leg amputated, they used a bone saw. That's why they call him Sawbones, Becky. That's why oh, I'm guessing. Shut up. But anyway,
2: it don't mean. So, Jack, I reckon that's because he's old.
0: Well, wow. okay. Anyway, Ben and Polly they're put in a cell. They have to figure out a way to get out of it. They use some straw as a little doll thingy to fool Tom, who has the keys because of like warlocks and wizards and superstition. That's what happens. He comes in. He undoes Ben's cuffs. Undo. And then Well, undoes undoes is the word i think undoes his cuffs shackles whatever and then they're able to escape that way back on the ship the doctor is sort of trying to sweet talk pike but again cherub's not really liking this he sort of distrusts the doctor a bit then going back on uh, a little bit further onto the episode the innkeeper he ends up boarding the ship with a sort of a a deal i think it is a smuggling deal Mm -hmm. pike doesn't really want anything to do with this but he wants to go ashore to speak to the squire who the innkeeper's in sort of uh, sort of partnership with, is that what you call it? I would say partnership with Cahoots. the squire. Cahoots, yep. Ben and Polly then decide to investigate the church crypt. Ben thinks that the... Uh, I
2: don't know why everyone has such a big issue, you know. With every time they're basically in church, they want to go down to the crypt.
0: Well, I don't know. People like to be in crypts for some reason.
2: Apparently. Hmm.
0: So, Ben thinks that the Doctor has gone back to the TARDIS. Um, so, they want to go back to the beach.
2: Unless you're, unless you're in um, Da Vinci Code, because apparently they don't like to let you down there. That.
0: No, that's it. And Well, that's a good job that Ben and Polly go down there, because, like I said, in this next bit, they will to go back to the beach, only for this like, trap door, secret door to open and a man to fall out. We find out that this man is... Like. Yep. And he's working for is it the king, I think, trying to sort of find out who's uh, involved in the smuggling ring. Yep. And I don't
2: uh, want to call it a ring. It could be a triangle or a square or
0: anything. Yep. So then Pike ends up meeting the squire. Oval. Pike then meets the squire and about this sort of business. Polygon. Pike then meets squire about this sort of business. Polly then comes in while they're sort of talking. She spots Cherub, who is the man who kidnapped the doctor. Again, Polly... She can't convince the squire of this, and then she is again arrested, captured, and then Ben is searching this sort of secret tunnel, and in comes uh, the squire with Pike and Polly, and he points a gun, and that's the end of episode two. Again, like I say, there's not not much to these episodes. In the next episode, basically, Ben is trying to tell the squire again about Cherub is the man that kidnapped the Doctor. Blake is then cut free by the, uh, by the squire. Polly and Ben, they still are being accused of murder. And then Ben still is trying to convince sort of Blake. Blake ends up taking Ben and Polly with him. He ends up releasing them because he believes that they are not actually the murderers. The doctor then ends up escaping the boat by using these cards. Um, he sort of uses them as tarot tarot cards with the innkeeper. He then fools the guard. He drops him on the floor. The guard then bends down to pick him up. He bangs him on the head. They get in the innkeeper's boat to go back to shore. The squire then reveals to Pike and Cherub that inside this sort of uh, grave tomb is his sort of stash of brandy. It's really, really... I got got a little bit confused with this little bit with the squire because it seems like he wants to work with them and then at the end he kind of doesn't. He's kind of like, oh, they're, they're smugglers. I don't really want to work with them. But he's got a stash of brandy in a tomb.
2: Because he was part of the smuggling ring himself.
0: Yeah, but then he then takes, like, offence to all this in the next
2: Yeah, episode. but it's because he was getting found out by that Blake.
0: Oh, is that what it's about then? Yeah. Well, I don't know. The Doctor the Doctor Ben and Polly then are reunited with Blake. And uh, Pike is then informed of the Doctor's escape back on the ship. Only for the servant um, guard to be killed by uh, Pike. And then Blake wants some armed men. So he then leaves to go and get them to arrest the smugglers. Ben then tells the doctor about this sort of secret passage. And the doctor says that he can't actually leave at the minute because he feels basically a moral duty as he may be responsible for the village's destruction. This is quite... Moral obligation. Well, we can leave this place any time we like. We
2: can't get down to the cave until next low tide.
0: No, my child, explain yourself.
3: Well, Doctor, in the crypt at the old church, there's this secret passage. Oh, yes, you mean that place where the revenue man came out of? Yeah, but you don't know where it leads to. Smack down to where the TARDIS is. So, all we've got to do is get back to the old church, go down a passage, and we're away, mate.
1: Oh, oh, thank goodness for that.
3: What's the trouble, Doctor? Well, I'm afraid, my boy, we can't leave at the moment. What? But why not? Yes, and I know it's really difficult for both you to understand, but I'm under... Moral obligation. Well, About what? We've got no ties here. Uh, but it's this village. I feel that I might be responsible for its destruction and therefore I must at least try and avoid this danger until Blake comes back. Yeah, but you uh what Blake said. We wouldn't stand a chance mm. against Pike's mob. They're a right bunch of yobbos. We wouldn't stand a chance. Uh, wouldn't we, my dear? <laughs> well, what does that mean? Well, you seem to forget, young man, that I've already met Pike and I know something that he doesn't. The clue to the
0: treasure. This is quite an interesting... Concept I thought from the doctor here because nine times out of ten he just wants to flee. Now he's actually realized, now he's actually realized, now he's, he's actually realized rac- yeah, that
2: there's consequences to his actions, that, and he's got yeah, to sort it out. He may
0: actually be responsible now for something that's going to happen in the future. Obviously, he knows the history, he knows the village was probably ransacked and destroyed, or you know, he knows that it could happen now by Pike and his men, so he has to stay to put that right. Didn't really work in Rome because he actually
2: caused, caused
0: the Great fire. Roman Fire. So,
2: and the Great Fire of London. I yeah,
0: think as well. yeah. He doesn't really stop to. He doesn't really stay to stop these, does he? But anyway, no,
2: because I meant to happen.
0: So the doctor then wants to find this treasure that they're all been seeking as sort of a bargaining chip. Goes back to the church. Squire is then told about as they called called Ares Gold, and he wants to then find it beneath the church by the innkeeper and then they basically plot and uh, they plot to try and trick pike again this is what i'm saying about i don't really understand why one minute he's working with pike the next minute he's not Mm. i don't really understand like what happened there in between or what he really discovered or found out or thought of why he didn't want to work pike Mm. i don't understand unless he realized he's actually a pirate and didn't realize i don't know anyway the Doctor, Polly, and Ben—they are searching for the treasure in the graveyard. They read names off the two uh, off the um, the gravestones because the Doctor earlier on by the warden had been given this sort of secret code thing. This sort of sparks an answer in the Doctor's head. He then decides to search the crypt. The Squire and the innkeeper arrive at the vestry. The Squire and the innkeeper then argue between them, only for then Cherub to come in from behind. He throws the knife at the innkeeper, killing him. He shoots the squire, injuring him. And then, then we go on to the last episode, episode four. Ben's sort of t- tending to the knocked out squire. Cherub then goes to, to give Polly some water to sort of help um, the squire. He then grabs her and use her as sort of a, a bargaining trip with the, I think it's a gun. I think, You're or sure is it the knife? i can't remember i can't really tell with the tele snaps this one's high. like this one had a lot of like actiony fighting scenes which again you don't really see the action it's you have to go off what the, the picture and the, the tele snap tell you so a lot of this bit was a little bit confusing i found as well so the doctor sort of has to give up a little bit of the secret to to cherub meanwhile pike and his men they arrive at shore Pike and his men they go into the churchyard where he opens that tomb they take the goods he sends his pirates back to the boat with the with the the, the loot pike then goes into the church cherub is then yeah, loot not loot. loot that's what i said oh, well doesn't really matter cherub then basically is accused of desertion by pike they have this sort of um sword fight because uh, cherub points a gun at, at pike's back uh, Polly, he
2: thinks he was after the treasure on his own
0: yep yeah, so again there's no honour amongst thieves that's what they say
2: well not because at the end of the day someone will always try and screw you out of it or stab you in the back literally that's
0: it the doctor then orders Polly and Ben to go back to the TARDIS they go through the secret passage again Cherub is trying to throw these knives he misses Pike closes in for the kill ends up killing him the doctor then renegotiates his sort of deal with Pike saying he doesn't want the treasure he just wants... The pirates not to ransack the village strange terms indeed i prefer to call them humane sir and you'd want none of the gold i would rather
3: not touch it ha heard of Avery's curse eh i have given you all my reasons i want no part of the gold though perhaps i can deliver it to you immediately if
0: i keep my lads out of the village
3: there is no need for innocent people to suffer well said doctor
0: Polly then sort of does a, a comedy pratfall in the in the uh, in the cave. She sort of trips over, hurts her ankle, only for them Bens a sort of lever there and go back to try and save the Doctor. Blake's men then arrive at the sort of beach. They end up having a sort of fight shoot out with the pirates. Then Pike ends up finding the treasure with the Doctor's help. Then, like I said, we have that firefight. Some of the pirates are going into that secret passage where, again, Polly is captured for the third time. Here in the ruckus, Ben decides to go back and help her. He tries to help her, only for this uh, Spaniard pirate to nearly kill Ben, but Pike appears and shoots him. And then, basically...
2: Blake appears and shoots him?
0: That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. And then, basically, the end of this is that the Doctor, Polly, and Ben get back in the TARDIS... And they the dem- yep, dematerialise and leave. So that's that in a nutshell. So at the, the end of the episode, they complain that it's very, very cold. Only for the Doctor to say. What, Becky? I don't know. Well, you always tell me that you don't need notes because it's all in your head.
2: No, because I didn't know you were asking what he said.
0: He says that they are in the coldest place in the world.
2: That's it. And then it comes up saying it's the 10th planet. And it's the 10th planet. And I said to you... When it came up, I was like, well, how is it the coldest place in the world? Because surely it would be the coldest place in the solar system if that's a separate planet.
0: Well, that's it.
2: Because like the coldest place on this planet would be the Arctic. Again Whereas, you know, coldest place in the solar system is probably Pluto.
0: Well, again, we'll have to wait until next week's episode to see where they actually are. But you'll be happy to know, you've been asking me for a little while now, when are the Cybermen coming into Doctor Who? Well, I'm happy to report that next week, the Cybermen make their first appearance.
2: Oh, in the diver suits!
0: Yes, the diver suits and the sock on their head. You will, sock? Well, you will know exactly what I mean when you see them. So that's the smugglers.
2: I remember this. Uh, I don't know. I remember the Cybermen from one series that were, like, in the silver diving suits, but probably not as this early.
0: No, but... Well, they, you Some got to remember. Costumes are terrible. But I don't. I don't really want to go on to the, uh, talk about Cybermen this week. I want to do it next week. But you, you got to remember that their character, the design evolves as they go well, on. What
2: sort of big suck. So, are we talking stocking? Are we talking? Full knee-length sock? Are we talking towel-length well, socks?
0: I'm going to keep you on... Sport socks? I'm gonna trainer k- socks? Well, I'm going to keep you on hooks there, tootsie Becky. Tootsie socks? I'll keep you on tenter hooks, and you'll have to uh, wait to find out. And if you out. want
2: to know what tootsie socks are, they're them stupid little half-of-a-foot-tight things that go around your feet when you're wearing pumps.
0: S- like I say, I'm going to keep you in suspense until next week. Maybe it's suspenders, Becky. Anyway... Well, no,
2: because suspenders... And not anything to do with a sock or tights. They're actually a bit that comes off lingerie. This is a suspender right. belt that attaches them to the stockings.
0: Well, you'll find out in due course what they look like and what sock I'm talking about. But that's the smugglers. Again, another telly snap. Well,
2: we'll be putting a sock in it in a minute.
0: Another telly snap. The last one of William Hartnell on the set for the Tenth Planet, which has one missing episode, which sadly is the regeneration episode. But the regeneration is ah, still boo. it's. The regeneration scene is still there in the archives, Ooh. so at least that's still there. But that's it now, that's all the telesnaps done. Again, these sort of telesnap episodes are kind of like a sort of plod along. I try to give the plot in a nutshell. I'm hoping that it's not too regimental for you, Becky, but I should try to sort of have an A B C D to the end. But look like I say, that is well, the bye, smugglers. Yes, so yes. what what did you think of the smugglers, Becky? It's a basic well, story.
2: Well, pretty much, because with par- anything to do with pirates, as a pretty basic story, you know? Pirates sail along the sea, they come to shore, they want treasure, they get treasure, they kill people.
0: You yeah, know? It's, to me, it's not the best episode I've seen of William Hartnell's tenure. Not really. Not really, it's an average sort of story. Um, You know, it is okay... Again, it's not one of the ones that I would say, I, oh, you know, I'm desperate to have that in the archives. I wouldn't say that's one of the ones. I'm happy to you sort know, of for, have other ones I'm back. I'm just kind of grateful
2: it wasn't a more historical piece. Because if it was a more historical piece, you know, I would have liked to have had more content. Hmm. But, you know, obviously yeah. it's not.
0: Anyway, Mark Campbell's episode guide verdict. Very short and sweet. This one's a swashbuckling adventure, full of rope characterization and OTT dialogue. An eight out of ten. So it's a bit I
2: wouldn't ab- go for an eight. Yeah, it's a- about a seven, seven and a half. Yeah, it's
0: a- he he did it a bit above average. Um, so yeah, but let like a
2: seven and a half tops.
0: Next week is the tenth planet, and it's a good one. Let's like say it's the very last one of William Hartnell's run. So, we've finally done One Doctor, which the first Doctor is nearly done. Yeah. It's quite a monumental... And
2: about a million sort of... ago. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> I
0: don't know, three, four hundred episodes still to go. I thought there
2: was like seven, over 700. Well, I don't huh? know. I don't
0: know without looking, Becky. I, I wouldn't know without looking. No,
2: that was just a guesstimation, because I remember seeing somewhere about it, and... That was a long time ago, so I'm guessing about 700 at least.
0: So, yeah. So, like I said, at the top of the programme.
2: Anyone want to actually guess, you know, more welcome. You know?
0: People won't comment with a guess, Becky. They'll just go and have a look, and then they'll just tell us. But, like I said, at the <laughs> beginning of the programme, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that Jodie Whittaker story to see actually if she is leaving us or not. And um, then we
2: can do the Hallelujah Chorus. Well, yeah. And I can't really comment
0: until i watched her serials. I can't really comment. Yeah, well, really I will be singing comment. the
2: Hallelujah Chorus when they put a man back in Doctor Who. You know, because, to be honest, yes, I may be all for gender equality, but I also like a nice man's backside to look at when I'm watching stuff and the storyline's getting crap.
0: Oh, so you like William Hartnell's backside?
2: No, because William okay. Hartnell's stories not really been crap. They've been slightly dragon but they've not oh, been crap
0: no, say next week we'll do a little bit of like a profile of william hartnell um we'll go through uh, the episodes what our favorite ones were or we'll go through and they're
2: black and white you can't really see much of his ass contour we'll go through our
0: individual best and worst How episodes are you
2: see the contour of a man's backside in black and white you can't That's more of a present day thing in HD.
0: Well, we'll have to wait until we get to John Pertwee then before you start looking at the doctor's ass.
2: No, I don't think John Pertwee, no. Okay. No. Anyway. Christopher Eccleston had a nice backside, but he Mm. wasn't so great, you know, upstairs.
0: Mm.
2: He sort Mm. of looks older than he's supposed to be. Yes, listeners,
0: you get that lovely quality conversation. Yeah,
2: and then you just get the lovely the lovely Scotsman, which is David Tennant, and Mm. you know. Well,
0: anyway, like I said, next week next week we'll give you that profile on uh, on William Hartnell as a doctor. We'll individually do our best. Although the amount of times I wish
2: that basically, you know that I could have little adipose running out of the door in the middle of the night, but, yeah, that hasn't happened yet.
0: Well, again, that's a long way into the future.
2: I've got an adipose, but it's a cuddly toy one.
0: But, look, I'm trying. To... That's right, Becky. You're going to have to get thinking, because next week, like I said, we'll give the best and the worst of William Hartnell's doctors, so, and a bit of a profile, so on that note i think we will leave it there so what do you mean
2: a profile It ain't facebook
0: well no like uh, sort of just an actor's profile a bit of a bio to sort of say about william hartnell and his sort of career just to summarized um well not much because he's ain't
2: he was ancient as it is so yeah, but it he had much a lo- out, he
0: had right? he had a long career acting before career before it, it yeah, so we'll go, it, we'll dive in it. um we'll dive into some of that next week if you want to uh, like rate review Comment everything, subscribe, yeah,
2: Patreon, yeah. and the merchandise.
0: Yep, it's all in the description. And until next week to the 10th planet and Cybermen, so Becky will be very happy. We will say goodbye. So I'll say goodbye and say goodbye, Becky. Bye-bye. will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>